Planet Water Podcast. Hello and welcome to a new episode here with uh, Water With. You know, my name is Martin Riese, your personal water sommelier. And obviously, I have Michael Marshall, my co-host, with me. Hello, Michael, to Texas. How are you? Hello, how are you? I'm good. I'm fine. Very happy that we're going again to Germany. I think my German will get better and better again. You're absolutely right. And I have to say, it's always a pleasure for me to talk to, to Germans. And I know it sounds crazy. Michael, you're from Austria, so you have a German accent. I am clearly from Germany. I think everybody can hear this when I'm even saying hello sometimes in the restaurant. They already know, like, are you from Germany? He's saying, yeah, sure, I'm from Germany. Actually, I'm always saying as a gag, Michael, I'm from South Texas. And then they're always like, what? I'm from South Texas. You say, no, it's a joke. I'm obviously German. So, yes, I'm German. And we have Dieter today from Germany with an incredible, amazing water, Radius 99. Hello to Germany and hello, Dieter. Hello, Martin. Hello, Michael. Welcome to Germany. First of all, I may confirm uh, that I'm a German, but I don't think I have to confirm that you hear that from my accent. I welcome you uh, in the um, probably largest uh, water bottling plant of the world. You may see that later on. Uh, yes, uh, Martin, as I mentioned already to you at this time of the day, uh, you are still um, in a working mode, but that is the time of the day where we usually enjoy um, happy hour and cocktails. But I'm glad that you um, that we get together here. Dieter, it's so nice from you that you're not drunk yet for us for the <laughs> podcast. Huh? That's, I really appreciate that. Uh, we're talking about water, so everybody will be like, what? what are they talking suddenly? Now they're talking about heavy alcohols and liquors. But obviously we Germans like to drink... Um, pretty much in every time. It really does matter for us. And I'm always sad. And, and I will give you a little story, actually, Dieter. The last time I was in Germany was like for two or like a year ago. And I was had a layover just in Frankfurt because I was actually in a different part of Europe. And my layover in Frankfurt uh, was uh, for like an hour at the airport. It was at 6 a.m. in the morning. But for me, as a German person of pleasure, let's say it like that, I went to the bar. And they were all drinking coffee already, the Americans. And I was like, at 6 a.m. in the morning, I think it's a great time to start with a nice Hefeweizen beer and some sausages. Because when I'm getting this back again, so, and I know my next eight, nine hours will be uh, me as a miserable person on the plane anyhow. So why not getting slightly like bust right now? And this was perfect. So all the Americans right next to me looked at me and was like, what is the hell going on here at 6 a.m. in the morning? This crazy guy starts to drink beer and order sausages. And I said, hey, that's a German thing. That's like how we're rolling this year. And all the Americans started to join me. And we had literally like 10 people drinking beer. The bartender was a little confused because I think he was not really able to like thought about that, that we had to drink alcohol now. But this was my greatest morning 6 a.m. Uh, breakfast time ever in Germany. Great beers, great sausages. So I missed Germany. But anyhow, Dieter, we want to talk about, obviously, your incredible, amazing water, Radius 99. So first of all, tell me a little bit about you, about the history of you. Why did you come up with this? And where are you actually located in, in Germany? Because, yes, Germany is not just Germany. Obviously, we have different parts of Germany as well. So where is your, your location? 
Location is about 20 miles northwest of Frankfurt, Maine. So when I crawl up here, the Taunus Mountains up to 900, to an elevation of 900 meters, you have a beautiful uh, view over the, not only of the Taunus Mountains, but also of the uh, city of Frankfurt. And uh, that is where we are located here. So I think Martin and I are very happy when we talk with brands and usually they are small brands and they have small bottling plants, but I understand you might be um, an outlier here because you have really a very, very small bottling plant and you don't have to drive to the bottling plant, right? It's right in your garage. So how come that there's a source of water in your garage? Can you tell us a little bit about the story about your source? Yes, before I uh, came to the Quelle here, it was Dr. Pohlmann who um, built up uh, quite, a, quite a big house here. It's a very nice residential area. And all of a sudden, he was irritated because he had an awful lot of water in one of his rooms. And then he contacted uh, somebody who he considered as a water expert. And um, after doing some research, he told him, you go down here exactly 12 meters, only 12 meters, and you will hit some fantastic waters. Dr. Pullman said, oh, loco, loco, you, uh, how, can you know, how do you know that? You are crazy. Uh, but he did. And then, as expected, he told that so-called specialist, you really put me on here. There's nothing like that. He asked him, how, how deep did you know? Uh, how deep uh, did you go down? said eight meters said didn't I tell you another number so he drilled a little bit further and all of a sudden big surprise and at the first moment he said okay there is water it is just like everybody uh, here in the town who says and uh, he did a lot of uh, had a lot of analysis done and then uh, got the confirmation that it is a very very special water special water obviously therefore as the, how do you call them, the uh, hydrologists, no, hydrogeologists, they say you have in uh, the seven, eight meters, you have a, you have a sort of a very, a, a layer in the ground. And here is a sort of an interruption. And through that interruption, through that, you may call it disturbance, the harder headquarter, the radius 99 is coming out. So you don't have that at any other place in Königstein, also in Königstein, you have generally very good water, but it is different from a mineralization. And uh, by all means, none of the other waters would have qualified for the healing water status, for the Heilwasser status, which this uh, water enjoyed because uh, before the long break took place of nearly 20 years. So that is the very beginning. And Dr. Pohlmann, as I say, he made a business out of that. And the water was widely recognized here in Germany. It was uh, uh, presented at the um, Queen's House in, um, in England. You know, the Queen drank it. And it was a very, very well-reputed water. And then Dr. Pullman died and uh, the water disappeared. That's always so sad. And I think this is not just in water companies, but that happens like when the person who drives the business and who's like passionate about this particular thing, then suddenly passes away or cannot do it anymore, suddenly the product will get a decline or maybe will disappear as well. 
So I'm so happy, Dieter, that you're so nice, that you are the gentleman who thought somebody has to do it, obviously, and you are the guy now and, and wants to um, re-bring re that joy of that water to the world. So tell me a little bit, was it always called Radius 99 or is this something, a rebranding? How does the old bottle looks like to the new system, what you have in place? Okay, we'll be glad to tell you that. First of all, let me give credit to another person, which is uh, Nicolas Piche. You know, it may sound funny, but uh, one of our hobbies is um, we enjoy to, to play music, have a band, jazz band, and so forth. And in one of our band breaks, I mentioned uh, the word Haderheckquelle. That is actually the original name of the source here. And then uh, Nicola really jumped up and said, what did you say? Haderheckquelle. Oh boy, and she told a lot of stories. Neighbors who adored that quelle, who adored the water, and um, people she knew who drank it, and um, they maintained they wouldn't be alive anymore if they wouldn't have uh, drank that water, and so forth. So that was about uh, a year and a half ago, a sort of an, an initial spark. And with uh, Nicola together, we decided then, yes, by all means, it should be worthwhile to dig out that source again and make it available to the people. And we were supported by, by we call them the network ladies, to our the homepage and so forth. We have some uh, social media uh, guys who support us. And first of all, we have an, an engineer, a water engineer. Uh, without him, we couldn't have handled that. Who took care, uh, yeah, who did the planning uh, with us. And the outcome was in November last year, we started with the name Radius. Radius for the reason we say initially or mainly predominantly, we would like to uh, actively sell the water in the area of 99 kilometers uh, from the from the Quelle. Yeah, that was the initial uh, start. We had very, very good um, press responses and the TV and so forth, and were surprised how well the market then accepted that water and get a lot of compliments as far as the design is concerned, as far as the quality and uh, of the water is concerned. Here we are, still after a relatively short period of time. This is really fast. When you said one and a half years, I'm talking to other brands that take, you know, three, four years to launch uh, water, but they, they didn't have the water already in their garage. So I think that that helped you probably a lot that you just had to leave your house. And and Martin will ask you later where your cars are parked if you're now bottling in, in, in the garage. But I want to mention, I really like this Radius 99. I heard the first time from uh, Fine Liquids when I saw your water, that that's your distributor. And I immediately got the idea, they don't want to have an international water. They don't want to sell it right now to everyone in the world. They want to be a local choice. And I think that's really, really interesting. This kind of local choice, don't deliver it too much. I think that, that makes it very interesting. I was also then intrigued by the low TDS of your water. In Germany, we're so used, and in Austria, to have waters with a high mineral content. So I think people reacting, when you said you had this success, I think people reacting to your very unique story of having the water in the garage and also maybe the, the low TDS level. Do you see it the same way? I can confirm that, yes. In uh, Germany, as you say, um, the, 
the priority is still uh, uh, people still on the large prefer uh, min uh, mineral water with higher uh, with a higher content of minerals. However, uh, you have now uh, a lot of how do you call them? Ernährungs Wissenschaftler, uh, people in in the medicine who take the opposite standpoint. They say the lower the mineral content, the better the water is for your health because it uh, it has the so-called osmotic soak. And as far as minerals concerned, they say um, put the priorities on vegetables and other things on organic food, but not not uh, to the minerals in the water. So that is a kind of uh, of attitude change which which we see right now. And then, um, as specialists confirm, you know, it is a very uh, we have very uh, balanced minerals. Where I personally could not tell you too much about it, we still have to learn about that. But a lot of uh, a lot of people in the in the scene they confirm that fantastic. And not uh, last but not least, uh, Fresenius means something to you. The uh, uh, where the water is where we have it regularly analyzed. The lab. Fresenius or SGS Fresenius, yeah. They said the first time they analyzed it, we have hardly ever seen such a pure water, you know, where is nothing in from, from uh, well, no Schadstoffe. Uh, mm. So, no, not contamination, how do you call it? Sorry. Lost yes, correct. No, 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 Dieter, you're absolutely right. And I love that you just said pure because a lot of people will say like, but Martin, you're always saying don't drink pure water. When I'm meaning that, pure is, and we, we had this in another episode of the podcast, we talked about high TDS versus low TDS, and TDS just stands for total dissolved solids. That does not stand for which minerals are actually dissolved. And this is the same, I think, what you're just saying, Pure water means, yes, there are minerals obviously dissolved as well. Pure does not mean it's, there's nothing in there. You want some minerals in your water as well to balance it and to, to have actually taste in your water. Um, but you're right. Pure in the meaning of there is no, um, there is no bad stuff pretty much. It like, like, uh, arsenic trace elements, something like that. That is what you want to say. And I think this is the right word for pure water when we say we don't need to filter it, we don't need to process it to actually is safe to drink. That is a big difference. I confirm, yes. Thank you for helping me there. And uh, of course, we also can maintain that the water is still alive. You know, there is no, no, um, well, no races uh, are exposed to it and so forth. Nothing doing wrong. But, you know, to be on the safe side, it is analyzed. Each charge, each filling charge, each daily charge is uh, analyzed and uh, looked into whether there is any microbiology. And we give it only in the market if we have every time that test. And so far, we are very lucky. We have not one, uh, well, not one, not even one bad experience in that direction. I love but that you're just saying this from the Fresenius Institute. I'm very familiar with them, and I think the Fresenius Institute is doing a remarkable job. Mm -hmm. And for the American listeners, so this is a very, very pronounced and very famous institute in Germany, and they're doing testings on waters, especially on waters. They're, they're the pros pretty much in Germany. They are like the guys who really know. 
And this is again like because a lot of people always thinking, oh, we heard that bottled water has not been tested and they can do whatever they want there. And oh, you don't even know what's in there. And Dieter just said it again. In Europe, it's highly actually regulated. They know exactly what's in there. They're testing it all the time. And it's not just when you look at right now the bottle, it says here as well. Um, this test, because you have the condiments, like pretty much what's on the bottle as well, what kind of minerals you will find. It says when it's been tested with a date. That does not mean this is the last time they tested it. This is just the last time pretty much the label was updated. Um, they're testing it all the time. And this is the same with international brands all the time, all the time when they're like bottling these waters, they're testing again that everything is safe and nothing will happen to these waters. So please don't believe in this whole idea of bottled water has not been tested. That is completely nonsense. Bottled water is highly regulated, especially in Europe. Yeah, it's a very, very good point because we hear a lot of people saying that it's, it's unregulated. Very good point. I want to come back to something Dieter said is we, Martin and I strongly believe there is no best water and water has unique characteristics. So when you talk about the low TDS versus the high TDS, I don't think there is a, a right or a wrong. I think the waters express the terroir, they're very different and they make it enjoyable. And I think that's what it really is, that water is different. We don't have the same waters. So I think that's why your water is standing out and we haven't tasted it. So we're very much looking forward to tasting your water. But I think just from looking at the numbers, I think your water stands out in the overall landscape of German waters. No good, no bad. One is not better than the other one. It's just different, has different characters and can give you different experiences, especially around food. Michael, I agree to that. And I admit, I don't, as far as drinking water is concerned, I don't only drink Radius 99. I drink other waters as well. So, and we encourage our customers, well, enjoy the big variety of waters, which is there. Uh, I, I fully agree. One point I wanted to add uh, to the one which Martin makes. Uh, yes, Martin, in Germany, you have the health authorities. And if you don't prove that you have regularly um, the water analyzed by Fresenius or any other well-recognized uh, app, you can be sure your shop is closed within a few hours, days at the latest. Yes, you're absolutely right. So, Dieter, I wanna, I'm thirsty, huh? I'm a thirsty guy. Uh, first of all, you told me Radius 99 was the idea of that water, obviously, is to sell it in the 99 kilometer radius of your spring source. I'm sorry to disappoint you now. You made it to Hollywood. Huh? Your water is in Hollywood and in Texas. So, the 99 uh, radius idea maybe works in Germany, but sorry. We have it here now as well, and I'm very happy to have it here now as well because I'm excited to taste your water. First of all, I love the look and feel. Um, I love, first of all, I'm really a big fan of uh, the screw cap, the same what you have by wine bottles. This is something very, very good, especially for the restaurant business because it's so easy to open and close this. So this is not just an aesthetic standpoint for me, 
I am a guy as well who always likes to think about functionality. And this is something what restaurant people love these days because it's very easy in and out. So this is great, 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 great job. Then I love the bottle. This is the classic Bordeaux bottle shape. What I think is very easy to carry on your hands. It's very, um, it's very good in your hand. And especially like when I'm pouring the water, it feels like I'm pouring almost like a bottle of wine. So I really like that. This is great. Great job on the design and great job in the overall like appearance of it. A little bit untypical again for Germany. So we're talking really about a product what is very unique in Germany because with your distributor, we had this conversation as well and he's a huge fan of you. You know that. That's the reason you use your distributor. He's not doing this because he thinks it's a great water. He thinks the look and feel, everything what you do is just unique for Germany. And he's absolutely right because German brands love to be very conservative. It's, I don't know what it is, but somehow German brands are not really well known for out of the box thinking, let's go nuts on the bottle design. Uh, most of our brands in Germany, and we have over 500 different middle water brands coming in the very classic middle water bottle. They're all using the same bottle. It's been recycled. They're all using it all the time. This one is very interesting from the design standpoint, from everything. When I would see that on the shelf, I would not think it's a German product. It's very, very fascinating for me. Very fascinating. Um, but now, um, no, before we're tasting it, I would love to know what are the Germans thinking to that? What is the people in Bad Homburg and the area thinking about, not just about the water, they know obviously the great water, what are they thinking about the look and feel? Because again, this is something completely out of the box for Germans. We are certainly not, uh, not mainstream with using a bottle, a one-way bottle, you know. But our philosophy is, and it is very well appreciated in the market, we say we would like to fill the water in a brand new bottle. Why? Then we can assure the bottle has not been cleaned with a lot of chemistry, uh, as it is necessary or uh, required otherwise. Uh, not tons of water are, are used to clean the bottle again. And uh, we have an advisor who uh, believes he is able to prove that even if there are only memory, uh, a, a small memory of chemistry in the bottles, he says a bottle can only be 100% clean and inert if it is coming fresh from the, manuf from the manufacturer, from the glass hütte. So that was our, um, we really have been wondering, will the market accept that? And uh, we can say, yes, the market accepts it. The design is, I'm glad uh, that you like it. And that is uh, uniquely the same comment which we, uh, which we harvest here in, uh, in the local area where we distribute it. Uh, so, and then of course the taste. We get a lot of compliments. We even get compliments from people who are saying, normally we drink uh, only uh, water, uh, carbonized water, and uh, rarely drink, uh, drink water without carbonization. But this one, Radius 99, we like. Also, we are not, not a still water drinker. So, uh, taste, I think, uh, 
is a matter of yeah, <laughs> a matter of taste. Everybody has to try it, and uh, the usual comments which we get, uh, it tastes soft. Uh, people say one notices it is sweet water. There's a touch of sweet in it, and comments like that. So let's see, huh? What Michael and I thinking about it? So cheers! I'm cheers, everybody! Huh? Cheers <laughs> to to Texas! Cheers to Germany! Prost! Mm -hmm. I agree with you, Dieter. So obviously, it's a very round, very smooth, almost like velvety water in the palate. The aftertaste, yes, I think so too, goes in the slightly sweetness. Let me drink it again. Yeah, it's really beautiful, Martin. It's, I really enjoyed it. I, I agree. It feels extremely round. It feels extremely soft. But it's not too light. It has a body. It has a character. Mm -hmm. It's not nothing. So there's a little bit of a body, but the body is very round. And there's some sweetness to it. And I think that might be the pH. We have a pH range. I think this is 7.4, 7.5. And in this pH range, I think we perceive the water as almost being sweet because we notice the absence of the acidity. And I think that's what our brain is telling us. So, of course, there's no sweetness in it, but it, it feels for us to have that sweetness because there's no acidity here. Michael, one question. When I look at your picture right now and I see the Radius 99 bottle, it looks like Iskilde just been shaked. What's happening there? Is there a light? It looks completely white. Okay, no, it's, it's I have so tried interesting. it. While <laughs> you were talking, it's I've tried it. it. It must be the light. It must be the light. It must, it's, not. it's the light. And the back label reflects somehow into, into the water. It's quite fascinating. You don't see it, obviously, right now on your screen. But it is, it, it looks, yeah, it's, a, it's the, yeah, it is what it is. It is a reflection of the back label, what pulls, what pulls into the whole bottle. It's so funny. Dieter, that's very interesting. It was not planned, obviously, but it reflects from the light in Michael's picture because there is a water, Dieter, and I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's called Iskilde from Denmark. And this is a still water with a TDS of around 400. When you, and it's a still, again, there's no carbonation added to that water. When you shake that bottle, it turns into milk. It's suddenly completely white, this water due to the fact that this water is a high oxygen content. And this oxygen bubble suddenly appears and it looks like you have like milk in your glass. And this looks exactly the same what Radius 99 looks like right now in the picture of Michael. So it's really funny. I was like for a second completely fascinated what Michael is trying to do with me. I think he's playing games with me again. He loves to do that. But Dieter, incredible good water. Un again, unusual for Germany, huh? because in Germany, most waters are, have a TDS of 1,500, 2,000, like very, very high. Do you know the TDS of your water? Like the middle composition, 100, the middle dissolved solid? Yes, 170 milligram per liter. Yeah. And uh, I may at that moment just add one uh, interesting experience uh, which we made. Uh, we asked the university in uh, 
Martin, you may know that in Geisenheim, you know, they are famous for their, yeah, for the business. We asked them to add, uh, to carbonize the water. And uh, they told us, yes, we'll be glad to do that. They did, they added about uh, six milligram to it. And I tell you, it tasted ugly. The character of Radius 99 was totally destroyed. Uh, you noticed only, only the carbonization, but the taste. So uh, that was one experience. We want to try it again with a very, very low carbonization. But definitely the water is not made for adding a maximum carbonization to it. Just it popped into my mind. I love yeah. that you're saying this, Dieter, because we had a podcast um, with Petras. The, the episode before your episode is with Petras. And this is a natural carbonated water with a TDS of 2,800 from Portugal. That water, when you think about natural carbonation, then 2,800, that has to be a acidic, very, like very strong water. It was quite the opposite. It was fascinating that the carbonation level was almost like balancing the, the TDS level of that water. So what you just said, because you have 117 in your water of total dissolved solids, I can see that it will be very tough and hard to add carbonation to it. And when adding too much carbonation, you will destroy the beauty of that water and the acidic notes will be just intense in your palate. So I totally understand what you said, like that's not really not the water meant to be to have carbonation in it. I still, when I would be you, I still would play a little bit around with that. Obviously, don't change the TDS levels because Voss, for example, did that. Voss water has that problem. So they're saying it's an Atesian spring source from, um, from Sweden. So that means, oh, Norway, sorry. Norway, obviously. I'm so sorry, guys. Bad, bad, my memory is bad today. Obviously, I didn't have enough water, obviously. Uh, it's from Norway, a water. So I don't want to be called out right away like, Martin told me it's from Sweden. <laughs> he not even knows that. No, it's from Norway. But they are having more TDS levels in their carbonated water than in the still version. What Michael and myself sometimes are like, so what is it now, guys? When this is a natural Atesian spring source, you should have just one TDS level. How is that possible that your water has, when it comes to sparkling, a higher TDS level? And I reached out once to Voss, and they told me, yeah, the owner of Voss did not like the taste of their original water with carbonation. So it's pretty much the same because their TDS level is around 40. It's very, very low. So it's the same, the same system. But how is that possible that Voss is still allowed to say natural Atesian water to their sparkling water when clearly they're doing something to it? So something is off there. And I don't know what it is, but it, it always interests me why that is. But it came up to my mind. But going let's, back call to it, let's call it what it is. It's processed water. The, the sparkling version of was is processed water. Yes, I don't yes. know how they can get away with it, especially in Europe, but it's processed water. Yes. I also want to mention to the, to the sparkling, it's really very hard to put carbonation into this low, we would call this a low minerality water. It's really hard. 
but six is way, way too much. You go way too acidic. I would really play around with one, one and a half, two. I think that might be something. And maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, don't do a sparkling version. I think you're right. It will distract from, from the offering if it works nicely. And we had Bambito here. Very similar TDS level. The carbonation works beautifully with them. It really depends on the, on, on the minerals in there. Give it a try with maybe one to two milligrams per liter. But own, send us some samples. We will be happy to taste it for you. And if we don't like it, I think stay with the still. It's very unique. It has character. Don't distract from it. An encouraging advice, Michael. We will obey to that. I can assure you that. Yes, the first experience has uh, shook us up and warmed us. <laughs> okay, yeah, because you know, we came to that. Excuse me. Please we we came to that conclusion because one of the you know, one of the market uh, the um, our um, seal market gold market no is the you may say the upper restaurants. And uh, here and there, they love the water, but they say, we would even love the water and you more if you would also offer uh, a sparkling one at the same time. You know, the second point is, by the way, to tell the story complete, they also would like a smaller bottle, which we have already elected. Now we will offer, uh, in the near future, we'll offer also the 0.375 bottle in addition to the 0.75. But uh, again, on the other hand, you can't be everybody's darling. So if it doesn't work with the carbonization, we just keep our hands. Uh, we will try, experiment, uh, love to do that. But uh, if it should come to a point where we say we don't like the water ourselves, we will just not pursue it. And I like that you're saying this, Dieter, because you should not charm everybody. And, and because your water has character, it's a natural occurring product. And you don't want to mess too much around with this. And I understand a German restaurant person because I'm working in the hospitality and restaurant business as well. Yes, it's just easier for them to source the same water in a sparkly and still version. They're just lazy. Let's say it like that. Now, we're all lazy people. That's the reason we restaurant people know how to carry three plates in one hand because we don't want to go too many times to the, to the guest. I get it. We're all lazy bastards. So therefore, for them, it's just laziness to say, so you know what, we love you, but we just want one spark and one still from the same provider. I get it. And then they're ending up with, with the Nestle products, what everybody has. How boring is that? Uh, nothing wrong about Pellegrino and Aquapana. They are two good waters, in my belief. They are all natural occurring sources as well, but they are just boring when you find them everywhere. Uh, and when you have an incredible water from Germany and you have a restaurant in Bad Honef on the region right there, why you should not take Radius 99. That does not make sense for me to import a water from Italy when you have an incredible water right next door. So stick with your still. Yes, play around what Michael just said with the sparkling version. I think that will be very interesting and I totally agree with Michael. Do one, do two, because I cannot see anything higher than that. Obviously tell the restaurant people right away when they're going to taste that because it will be more like an uh, like an effervescent effect on the water. It will be not this Gerald Steiner in your face sparkling if you get hit by Rambo. Um, this is obviously something totally different what, what, um, what you will have as a product, but there's an opportunity 
to say, yes, this is something different than the regular German big brands. This is something unique. And you want to have tiny bubbles. And tiny bubbles actually are way better for food than this very bold, aggressive bubbles on your palate. Michael, what do you think about that? Yeah, I totally agree. I would also like to add that you should tell the restaurant, if they say, you know, I need a sparkling version, you should tell them that still in sparkling is not a choice. Ask them how many wines they have on their wine list, and they will probably say I have 100 wines on my wine list, and ask them why they only have still in sparkling as a choice. I think the very second the restaurant understands that they have to have, as Martin has created beautifully in Los Angeles, a water portfolio, they have to have multiple waters. Then the whole problem of making still waters into carbonated water goes away because now you're engaging. And maybe with a distributor like uh, Fine Liquids, they can create a portfolio for the restaurant. Radius is part of it, some other waters that are naturally carbonated of part of it. And now suddenly the restaurant has five, six waters that match very nicely different foods. Every of the water is what it is the best, but still a natural carbonated water. And the people in the restaurant have a new experience. And I think that's what it's all about. We need to move away from still and sparkling, you know, especially if it's, you know, uh, San Pellegrino and Panda. We have to move away from that that is a choice because it's not a choice. We want to have a choice of waters that really express the terroir. Very good points in my, from my view, Michael. We will uh, yeah, seriously consider that. So, Dieter, I see in the background there's something going on. I want to see it. Is there a possibility for us that you can take your camera right now and explain a little bit what's happening in your background? Because we would love okay. to see that. Okay, I will give it a try. Let me switch that to the, uh, let's see, where are the little points that we turned it around. Yeah. Typical German weather, gray and gray. I love it. This is yes, today it is summer. gray. Let's see. No, here? Where is it? Here, here. here we go. Okay. No. Can you, what? Oh, what do you? Yes, what do you perfect. see now? Um, then maybe we take two seconds. Here you have our complete uh, truck fleet. Can you see that? <laughs> yes, okay. perfect. Here I told you it is a very nice residential area here. Very quiet. You know. And I think I take you now in the Quellenhaus, in the famous garage. Let me switch on some water, uh, some light here. It is. So basically we have two rooms here. Um, here you have the equipment, you know, which is also used for filling wine. On the right hand side, you have a, a filler with three mm, sort of valves. And here you have the, what do you call it? The capper. Do you see that? Uh, I see a bottle. Uh, I see a glass in front of that picture. Could you move that away? Is that uh, on your side? No? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. That one. Uh, take it to the other side, if possible. 
and the bottle as well, if possible. Perfect, perfect, okay. So that's, um, and then the next room, let me just switch on the light. As I said already, we have happy hour now, normally. When you come in the second room, here you have the, uh, the actual source, okay? You know, with a, with a pipe system where we disinfect uh, the whole equipment every time we fill with 100 and 110 centigrades. Um, that is the, the um, do you see that? The steamer, which is first doing his, his job. Yeah, and uh, maybe you would like to see how I uh, put the water in the bottle and put the cap on it. Okay, I need some assistance. Jack, so, um, first of all, I would like to tell you the water which we fill now, we will not be selling because usually we, in the Corona season, we wear masks. But uh, since that is only the hobby filling tonight, I, uh, I will not, not wear that. So, that is, uh, you can fill about uh, 700 bottles in two and a half hours the way I do it very slowly. You put in the bottle here, you know, we have three of them. You take the other one away, put it on. <laughs> that was, they have already the rest of the caps. Okay, now we try again. Put the cap on it. And, and that's it. I do it slowly, but usually that works very fast. So that is hand filling, or at least semi hand filling, what we do it with. That's fascinating. So the bottles that you sent us, the ones that Martin and I are drinking, do you remember when were they bottled? Um, if you see the uh, date on it, figure back eight months. I could, I would have to look it up. <laughs> Can you see the date? The Mindestown. Yeah, the date is nine two twenty one. Okay, then uh, figure back eight months. Nine, two, twenty-one. Ah, nine, nine, two. Can it be? No, that would be September twenty-one. No, we do not exceed one year of the day. Uh, Martin, I would have to find that out. Sorry. Okay. But uh, just one, another one or two bottles. Would that do it? How yes. Would you like to see, see no, I think it's great. For me, it's just fascinating that people can see that. So we're not talking about a big corporation here with like a kind of bottles. This is handcrafted, guys. Handcrafted. Yeah. So let's see. We just switched the camera. That is the. Uh, Know the heart of the uh, multinational corporation Königsteiner uh, Quellen GmbH. But I love, especially when you said your fuhrpark. So you 
your fleet of, of all these different uh, cars you have, it's just one. Then we see the, so, oh yeah, I saw there is a little pool right next to the radius um, car. Yeah. Obviously it's for bathing purposes. What kind of water are you using? Are you bathing? Uh, that, is, that is radius 99, where the kids are taking a bath in. They love it. Nobel geht die Welt zugrunde, we would say in Germany. Huh? So, <laughs> but I love this because there's always sometimes like news flashes of celebrities and they're saying, oh my God, Mariah Carey is, is washing her hair with Fiji water. Or then there are some news flashes that some other celebrity is bathing in your water. Look at that, Dieters. Your kids are bathing in this incredible, amazing Radius 99 water, huh? That is <laughs> a young way to yeah. do Drinking beer at 6 a.m. in the morning at the airport and bathing in real amazing water in the pool. Huh? That's the <laughs> time I've right. Oh, I just had to switch off the water. Okay, here we go. So thank you very much for showing us the bottling. It's it's really nice to open a bottle and drink it, and I can now imagine exactly where it comes from. That allows us to make this emotional connection to the source. And I think it's an addition to the taste of the water. It's the experience, knowing that elevates the whole thing, you know, fantastically. So I think it's really nice for us and for the viewers to see where your water is actually coming from. Very happy to have been able to show that to you. Very happy to talk to you and uh, appreciate very much the, uh, your interest in what we are doing here. Now, that's incredible, Dieter. I've been in Bad Homburg, but I don't remember why and when, but I know I was there because I know this. <coughs> So I have to come back. On a regular basis, we're always coming once per year. I will be in Germany this year because to, to the whole like COVID-19 things, obviously it's well not happening. But I will come back hopefully next year and I would love to visit your facility or your house, your garage. <laughs> my car right there. So, no, this is great. Thank you so much, Tita. This was, I have to say, that was really fascinating. That was quite fascinating. This is like why Michael and I'm doing this because we really want to see the source. And I think it's, it's remarkable that a source can exist in a small little neighborhood in Germany in a, in a beautiful town like Bad Homburg is. That was for me an eye opener. And I think that's an eye opener for a lot of people again, that bottled water has character, has a history. And there's more to discover than obviously your purified water, what it's been highly processed and produced in a factory right here in Montebello in California. So that is the big difference between real water, what Michael and myself are always calling it, and processed and a processed beverage. I'm not even calling it water anymore. Dieter, thank you again. Thank you so much. There's something you want to, to say to the end of the podcast to our listeners? I just want to say it was a great pleasure having a chance to communicate with you. I learned again uh, about water again, and uh, it was just fun, great experience. Have a nice, uh, not yet, but have a nice evening, which is, has taken place here already. You know, it's getting almost dark here. You still have a while to go. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs>
have a good time and we will be in touch. Michael, for you, something to end the beautiful sequence with Radius 99? Yeah, it's, it's again the passion and coming back to the farmers, you know. I have some farms here and I know the people that make my vegetables and I know the people that raise the livestock that I'm eating. And it's so nice to see that you can have the same experience with water that, you, that I know now the person that put the water in the bottle and where it's coming from. You know, it completes the circle for me that you really should get in touch with where your food is coming from, where your water is coming from. And if you drink wine, you probably also want to know who is making your wine. Absolutely agree with you, Michael. It's all about Mother Nature and about the connection to the people who, who are, have then the connection to Mother Nature. And we all know to the end of the podcast, I'm always saying it, everybody stay thirsty, stay hydrated and drink real water from a great source around the world. Cheers to Germany, cheers to Texas and cheers wherever you're listening to us. Thank you so much and stay hydrated and thirsty. Bye-bye, guys.